It's Thursday, October 21, 2010. Anti-science candidates poised to take over Congress. Warning, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce wants to teach your kids about energy. The BP oil disaster six months on. Plus, paint your wind tower purple. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I don't think we came from monkeys. I think that's ridiculous. I, I haven't seen the half monkey, half person yet. Oh, my God. And real scientists have to debate with this guy. Glenn Beck, you are the missing link. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is sponsored by you. Yes, you. You help the Green News Report stay on your mainstream media public airwaves. We tell the truth, but can't do it without your help. Please stop by our website, greennews.bradblog.com, and hit that PayPal button to help contribute to our efforts. We rely on you. You can also PayPal to greennews at bradblog.com. Okay, Des, we have news this morning that yet another candidate for the U.S. Senate believes that global warming is a myth. Earlier this week, it was uh, John Racy, the Republican candidate for Senate in West Virginia, who said, Here in the state of West Virginia, and the really the myth, and, the, and I say myth, that there is global warming. And now we have the uh, Republican from Colorado. Yes, Ken Buck, the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate in Colorado, said this week that, quote, global warming is a huge hoax. He was appearing at a campaign event with Senator James Inhofe, Republican of Oklahoma, saying, quote, Senator Inhofe was the first person to stand up and say this global warming is the greatest hoax that's ever been perpetrated. Yeah, Inhofe said that some years ago, and he was really the clown in the U.S. Senate, but now we're poised to see all of these new senators coming on board who agree with crazy James Inhofe. And he, they're not the only ones. Nearly all of the GOP candidates for Congress and governorships are climate change deniers. Here's Pat Toomey. He's running against Democrat Joe Sestak in Pennsylvania. I don't think that uh, man-made causes are the primary factor for uh, global warming. Well, at least in the case of Toomey, he concurs that global warming is happening. He just disagrees that it's man-made. And uh, I, I suppose the science is less clear when it comes to that than it is that the globe is warming, as so many of these candidates simply deny. It's unbelievable. And of course, in the reality-based world, 2010 is on track to be the hottest year on record following the hottest decade on record. Now, these anti-science Republicans have serious consequences, not just for the future of our clean energy industry and also for national security, but in the near term, actual accountability for corporate wrongdoing. Let's take the BP oil disaster in the Gulf. Wednesday of this week, was the six-month anniversary of the explosion of the Deepwater Horizon rig in the Gulf of Mexico that killed 11 crewmen and led to the worst oil spill in the nation's history. Now, in the media frenzy over the midterm elections, a little over a week from now, the ongoing impact of the oil disaster in the Gulf is all but forgotten, especially on Capitol Hill, where oil spill legislation is still on hold in the Senate and going nowhere. Gulf Coast residents complain that the oil spill compensation fund is moving too slowly, and three environmental groups this week sued BP in federal court, alleging that the oil continues to harm endangered species. We have lots more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. And for those who don't know, yes, the oil is still coming ashore down there. 
But BP has fired a lot of their cleanup workers, and of course the media has moved on to other things. Speaking of oil, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is moving into your classrooms. The Chamber is the biggest lobbying group in the country and has come under fire recently for its blitz of attack ads supporting Republican candidates with possibly foreign money. Politico reports that the Chamber of Commerce has now created an education guide on energy that it wants to put into 100,000 middle school classrooms. Is anybody complaining that the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is trying to indoctrinate our children? Uh, Not yet so far. Oh, well, I'm the first then. The guide, called Shedding Light on Energy, aims to teach kids about government regulation of energy sources like oil and coal by asking questions like, quote, what do you think could happen if one of our energy sources was suddenly unavailable due to government curbs on production? (laughs) Basically, they're referring to the EPA regulations on pollution. Yes, that would be indoctrination. But for some reason, the folks on the right are not too worried about that happening, only when the president of the United States speaks to the school children. Go figure. Finally, one of the drawbacks of wind energy is the problem of birds colliding with wind turbines. It's a pretty small, but nonetheless a very real risk. But there may be a solution to paint them purple. A new study in Britain indicates that at night, bats, birds, and insects appear to like the white or gray turbines. But if you paint them purple... They don't fly into them anymore. Paint them purple. Don't paint them black. For more on that story and all the other ones we did not get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. You can subscribe to our broadcasts on iTunes, listen to us anytime on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.